can you just tell my story all the time? Because I'm actually a horrible storyteller. And <laughs> you just recapped all of that. I was like, wow. Oh, yes. Like, yeah. I, I love that you guys really, really hear people and like understand people in a way that is just, I don't know that I've ever experienced that before. That was really cool. And yes, to everything that you said. Thank you. Beautiful. <laughs> You're listening to the Steadfast Life Podcast with Jake and Witt where we take your questions and offer our answers. We're here to give you what you're looking for, whether that's value, entertainment, or just some laughs. Sometimes this job is awesome. And a few days ago, Wit and I got to do a super cool thing. We got to coach a woman named Sky, who's an amazing singer, who was a worship pastor for Life Church. She's an opera singer, she's a Christian singer, and she's got an eye for fashion and a social media following that she's trying to turn into something powerful. And we got to speak with her, coach to client. She agreed to let Wit and I coach her on this mission that she's got in place. And so we got to hear about the journey that she's been on, about some of the roadblocks that she's hit with being diagnosed with lupus, being in a car accident, and how that's affected her body and her ability to use the instrument of a vocalist, right? Her actual body to be able to sing. And then we got to talk to her about some of the dreams that she had going forward, which really lit me up because they're dreams that I can see affecting my daughter in a positive way. Rather than taking my older generation view of social media as something that needs to be corrected or that kind of needs to be managed or guarded. She's saying, what if social media could be something positive? And she wants to create this space where especially young girls could go be inspired and, and live in a safe place when they go onto social media and not be sort of trapped in this compare and despair and, and the struggle with their personal identity, but actually be fed and inspired in this area. And I'm like, Sky, this is just brilliant. However, Sky's got some fear because as much success as she's had and, and as many, uh, you know, big outcomes that she's had in her life that you can kind of look at and say, wow, things are really going well for her. She still has the same story that all of us do that when she looks back at that evidence and she tries to take it forward into the future, she says, maybe I just got lucky. I don't think I can do it again. I'm not actually equipped to take this next step. And so what I wanna offer you is an opportunity to be a fly on the wall for some coaching, to come look at Sky, work through some of this stuff, and really put yourself into her shoes and be able to take this as an opportunity to sort of hear feedback, to hear thinking, to see where beliefs come into play on some very relatable topics that while she's telling her story and how they apply to her story, you're gonna find they apply to yours as well. Anyone who's got big aspirations and has a voice inside that says you're probably not gonna succeed this is the, this is the coaching you're going to want to see. Sky is, is really being vulnerable and laying it out for you in, in this next little 20 minutes of coaching. And so I'm going to go ahead and kick this over to her, get this started off. And we're going to start off by letting Sky give us a little bit of the backstory of who she is. Take it away, Sky. I went to school for music at Manhattan School of Music in New York City. Um, I thought I was going to be an opera singer my entire life. And then I got okay. saved and God called me to be a worship pastor. 
So I was doing that at Life Church, and I ended up getting in a really bad car accident. And so um, it caused a ton of injuries. I broke my back. I had splenic bleeding. I had a torn rotator cuff and then fractured the opposite collarbone. And so as a vocalist, it's like you have all of these accessory breathing muscles that you use. And so like, basically I'm singing in a new body and Mm. like your entire body is your instrument as a singer and so, or a worship pastor. So I ended up going back and getting my master's degree as kind of a form of recovery, I guess. But at the same time, God also opened those doors. And so I'm kind of having a quarter life crisis. (laughs) (laughs) Quarter life. (laughs) Yeah. So, you know, I'm like, okay. And I love social media and I love being able to connect with people on there um, and being able to pastor people on there and just talk to people from across the globe, really. I think it's such an incredible tool. And even, you know, sharing the gospel, just all of the things. I love social media. I know there's a lot of bad stuff on there too, but um, the positive stuff. So I am passionate about that too. But I'm like, if I were to pursue social media, like what, what is my niche per se? You know what I mean? Um, Is it, I guess, worship leading or just singing in general or vocal coaching, or is it health and wellness? Because I also have lupus. And so um, this back stuff, it it causes a lot of like autoimmune flare-ups. And so I have to be like very on top of my game with like, having celery juice every day and not having gluten and not having dairy and all these things. Give us a little more insight into what you would want your day-to-day life to look like. Like taking out, let's just put all the decisions on on the side, on the back burner. And right now you're just like, this is what would be amazing, Jake and Wit. What would that look like? Having a workout, um, being able to eat whole, healthy, organic foods. I would probably wake up at around 5.30 or 6 every morning, have quiet time, have like a really nice morning routine, but have like the time to do that and not feel rushed. Definitely not have a nine to five. If I ever did work for a church again, it would probably be like, can I zoom into some meetings? Can I like just flexible schedule? I love creating content for social media. So being able to do that a lot of the day, definitely being able to be outside a lot. I live in Florida, so I love the beach. Um, I just love, you know, being out on the boat at the beach, all of these things, being able to spend time with family, not being burned out and being able to be creative, being able to collaborate with other people and connect with other people on a daily basis, definitely being able to sing and still do that to some capacity perfect so we have some values that are that are important to you god your health um freedom yes uh, social media creativity this is all really good information to know about yourself which i'm sure you're very self-aware so i'm sure you already know that thank you Uh, if all of these avenues that you that you're kind of indecisive about yeah. Or would be successful. You would be making the money that you want to make and living the life that you want to live with freedom and flexibility. Which one gets you the most excited? I think being able to create an online community that feels 
like an online family and feels safe and feels um, inspiring and people feel welcome there. You know what I mean? And I don't even know what that looks like. Um, sure, yeah. Why does that get you excited? An online community that feels safe? I think it's because we all not we all, the majority of people spend a lot of time on social media anyways. And I feel like we can fall into this trap of like comparison or, or whatever it is. And just being able to have like actual connection with somebody instead of just having the like false pretense through a screen type of thing. It's like the influencers and the people on there that I like to follow provide value. And also it's like, you almost feel like you're their best friend type of uh-huh. thing. Because I think it almost makes you feel like you talk about self-awareness. It almost makes you feel safe to like dive into those things yourself, I guess, if you see somebody else kind of dealing with it. I don't know if that makes any sense at all. And why would you say that's important to you? That is a great question. I feel like because it's so valuable to me. And so it's like, I want to be able to give that to other people too. And I feel like that's just something that's always been kind of part of my DNA, but being able to harness it and do it well. And it's like being a worship pastor and being able to pour into your team, like that's cool. And they're right there, but being able to do that virtually for a lot more people, I think is is really cool. Uh, I think that is something to definitely dig a little deeper into though, of like, why? What, what's been the impact of you? So you, it sounds like you have some influencers that have been able to kind of guide you and open that, that door for you where you're able to now do it for other people. What impact has it had on your life receiving that? seeing somebody else realize their God-given talents and just like walking in that, it's very inspiring. And it's like, I don't have to be exactly like that person, but it's like, what, what about me did God make special that, that I can go out and contribute to other people? I, I guess it's more about like a contribution type of thing because like I have lupus. And so it's like, if I follow somebody that has that and they're like, okay, like I do this and this and this to help heal and get better. And it's like, oh, that's awesome. Like if that person can heal, like, so can I, and like, I can try these things too, or whatever it may be. And just having that community, even if it is with people from around the globe, it's like, you still have that connection. Mm -hmm. Yeah. By being able to follow other people who, who are going through the same struggle as you are and learning from their journey. Were there any things in your life that you specifically were able to do that maybe you wouldn't have done if you didn't have that, that support or that influence? I don't know that I couldn't have done certain things, but I think it definitely was a catalyst for certain things for sure. What's an example? going to a conservatory in New York City where like I'm from a little small podunk town in Florida and I'm like oh like I can like I can go and do that and before all of the crazy health stuff it's like that was very successful or um I'm out of bed today which is awesome and usually (laughs) with with a lupus flare-up it's like that's it's impossible to even get out of bed or um 
even, you know, being a worship pastor, I, I didn't get saved till I was 19. And so I was like, what business do I have ever working in a church? <laughs> you know what I mean? How did you answer that question? Who am I to be singing at Life Church? Just having your identity in Christ and being like, oh yeah, like everything that the Bible says is true. Like I am washed clean, all of these things. Um, and honestly, even getting my back broken and not, and like having to be in this season of rest it solidifies your identity even more because it's like, who am I without my gifts? Who am I without all of this stuff? Even if it does get stripped away, I still have Jesus to offer. Like even if everything else gets stripped away. What were you thinking yeah. to start recording this stuff on YouTube? You know, when you just have like a burning, like you have to do something. I don't really know what it was. Like for a long time, I was recording pop songs and I lived in Nashville for a hot minute and like did an album out there. And like, it was after I got saved, but it was just like all this empty music. And I think I realized that like, okay, it doesn't mean that secular music is empty. It can be very powerful and it's amazing. And I, I listen to it all the time still. But for me, I was like, okay, I need to get out of the way because whenever, you know, you sing the secular stuff, it's like, it's all about you, like you're performing and it, you know, worship, like it takes the light off of you and it shines it on him type of thing. And so I think I kind of just felt convicted of like, I was putting out all this other stuff and here I was like <laughs> calling myself a Christian and I was a Christian, but everything I'm reading in the Bible, it, it was almost doing it like for me. And like with that, it was like, okay, I'm doing this just to worship you, but also like you gave me this gift and I want to do it well. I felt like there's a verse in Psalms where it's like, David led them with skillful hands and integrity and uprightness of heart and all these things. And obviously, like, having integrity, having an uprightness of heart is, like, the most important thing. But also, then it's like, he led them skillfully. And I'm like, okay, I went to a music conservatory. Like, I learned all of these things to be able to do this well. And, like, I want to honor you. I hope that answers it. I'm sorry. Yeah. I feel like yeah. there's so much. I am a, a storyteller. And, and so I look at someone's story and, and I just, I want to understand the story. And I don't yeah. mean the story like the biography. I want to know the story that you're telling you that fuels, yeah. you know, where you are. And so one thing I love already about your story is that you own unapologetically that you have a beautiful voice. And, Thank and you. I love that. I love it. <laughs> Because I think that so many, because A, you do, I don't agree with you, but, but also oftentimes we're gifted with something and we try to, we try to play small and call it humility. I love that you don't have that. And so you are accepting your crown to take like sort of an, a biblical analogy. Yeah. And then you are putting it at the feet of Jesus. You took it though. You know, like, you're like, no, I, I pursued this. I, I took what he gave me and I developed it. And I developed the skill and I owned that I have the skill. And then I was convicted as my skill grew yeah. to offer it to the Lord, to surrender it, to give it back. Yes. He, he gifted me in this way. And then I had this burning inside of me to give it back. And once I did that, I look at the actions that I took and the way that my life flowed. And I look back at all this and I'm like, wow, here I am singing at the Life Church. Here I am inspiring people on Instagram, all of these things. And so as I hear that story, I hear it coming again. So then here comes lupus and yeah. here comes a car accident. Yeah. And, and But you already have this idea that I'm, I own what God gives me and then I surrender it. 
Yeah. And that same exact framework, that same exact mental framework that led you to the life church is now burning in you again. Yeah. That you're like, I want to take what he, he gave me, which is an incredible framework that you take on with something like a car accident lupus. And I'm sure there's work that went into that and we're just getting you where you are here today, but I'm going to take that burning that's inside of me. And I'm looking for how can I offer to people who are already on social media, who are seeking connection on social media, how can I offer them the kind of authentic connection yeah. And the environment that allows them to feel safe enough to be vulnerable and get this true inspiration that I received that yeah. I can now pay forward for them to, to take on and, and move in whatever God has for them and, and their gifting and their purpose. Can you just tell my story all the time? Because I'm actually <laughs> a horrible storyteller. And <laughs> you just recapped all of that. I was like, wow. Oh, yes. Like, yeah. I, I love that you guys really, really hear people and like, understand people in a way that is just I don't know that I've ever experienced that before that was really cool and yes to everything that you said thank you <laughs> beautiful beautiful I, I appreciate you letting us in like that so that we could see thank that you so much no you're, you're doing great. awesome you're, you're okay great we're, we're just we're getting a a clear picture of um Sky's values and inspiration and kind of decision making process yeah. That has led you to where you are yeah. so that we can help uh, shine light on where the missing gaps are that are, that's keeping you feeling stuck. For sure. You're not stuck, but you're feeling, <laughs> feeling stuck. Where that leads us is clarity on what's important to you. Because yeah. when we, when we look at life, life is just choices. If we zoom out, it's just a lot of little choices that lead to different, different points in our life. When we're feeling overwhelmed with many choices, then that's where we get, where fear starts coming in and confusion and doubt. And we're actually stepping away from what we're being drawn to. When you think about let's just say starting your social media and letting that be your financial income yeah. and you're building that and you're feeling confident in that. What comes up? Why is that scary? I, I feel like I don't know how to do it. And I feel like right now my social media is like, yeah, like the stuff that I'm dealing with is really difficult sometimes. And I don't want to get on there and be like a negative Nancy. And like, if I'm going to get on there and talk about it, I want to be able to have a solution, I guess, and not just be like, oh, guys, I couldn't get out of bed today. Like, no, no, no. Like, I, you know what I mean? It sounds like the, the main belief is I don't know how. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Perfect. And, but it's like, I feel like I should know how, but I don't. It's almost like, I feel like I could do it if somebody was like, this is exactly what you're supposed to do. I want to feel more like the big sister who you feel safe to come and talk to, you know, if you're having issues with like bulimia and you don't want to tell anybody else, but you want prayer for it, or, you know, you just want to talk to somebody like, I want to be the non-judgmental validating ear that will listen to people and then speak truth over them and pray with them and sit with them in like their hardships. So, but it's like, how do you get to that point? Okay. I'm going to stop you right there. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> I'm like, no, you're doing, you're, you're doing awesome. All of this is, is great. Are you open to receiving coaching now? Yeah, absolutely. Okay. This is yes. the fun part. What if there was no right way 
Yeah. And you, you felt confident every single morning that you woke up that whatever came to mind, that was the best thing. (laughs) How would you show up differently? Just more consistent, more committed. And it's like, I so desire to be that way um, and show up that way. But I think you'd be consistent, committed. What else? yeah, would just be able to get all of those things out and also have fun with it instead of feeling Mm -hmm. overwhelmed and like, is this providing value? Is this, you know, good enough? You wouldn't be second guessing yourself. Exactly. Yes. Yes. So good. So good. Awesome. So you'd be consistent. You would not be second guessing yourself. You'd be having lists and execute them. Execution. Yes, exactly. And having fun and knowing that I'm using the gifts that God has given me to glorify him and make a positive impact on people's lives. And I think that would be the the end result is that you're using your gifts and you're making the impact that you feel called to make. Yeah. Yeah. And so now, now that you've created that in your life, what, what's coming up as um, scary is, Knowing that that's what you've created, that's the life that you're living. Yeah. Is there any, any, um, anything lacking? I don't know that there would be as long as I was working with brands or, um, I don't know if it's like creating a course or somehow creating income, um, passive income would be better. So I think maybe financial security as long as, you know, there's also that there as yeah. well. So it's like, how do I use these things to also like contribute financially? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. When you uh, went on YouTube and mm-hmm. you just started uh, producing your, sharing your gift. Yeah. Were you concerned with all the how-tos or did you just go out and do it? No, I just did it. (laughs) So I, I mean, there was definitely, um, like a learning curve with the recording equipment. Um, And what was the motivation for just going out and doing it and not worrying about if it was going to make money or not make money and... I felt like I just like had to, I guess, like when God calls you to something and it's just like, you, you just feel like compelled to do it and you don't even maybe really know exactly why, but it's just like, okay, yes. do this, and I'm just going to like, keep doing it until it gets better and better. And better. Our brain likes to say, oh, but I can't do that again. I got lucky. Yeah. But the truth is I am being called I am saying yes to this skill set that I have that I've been given and and coming from a place of feeling compelled and inspired and confident now all of these but I don't know how I don't have the right feedback I don't have the right da 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 becomes just a path that we take one step at a time with and so it's not the strategy that's going to get you to living the financial life and the calling life that you want. It's not the strategy. Yeah. 
it's tapping into the thoughts that have worked well for you in the past that got you to take the risks and just share your talent, share your vulnerability and your story. Yeah. That get people reaching out to you because you're in alignment with yourself, your spirit and your, and your calling and you're doing it from a place of confidence and, and it sounds like gratitude too. Like, I'm so grateful that I have these gifts to share. Yeah, definitely. Putting on that mindset and, and practicing that each day that fuels you creating your content. What if that was all that was necessary in order for you to financially be successful and um, do it in a way that you, you feel called to do it? Yeah. I mean, that would be amazing. I don't know where to start. I don't know how, um, I, I, I might be bad at it. Mm -hmm. Th those are a really good thought to be aware of that prevent all people from starting. Anyone who has a desire, it prevents them from being successful. Yeah. The how we never know until after we've done it. Yeah. <laughs> right. Good. Yeah. <laughs> and, and so you have skill sets that you've developed, like mm -hmm. just taking action. Yeah. Learning it and seeing what kind of feedback you can get. You actually have the skills that you would want in order to be successful at having a social media business or mm -hmm. vocal lessons. Yeah. The best thing you could do for yourself is to say, if all of the businesses that I would create are going to be a thriving success, mm -hmm. which one do I want to spend my time doing? And so now it's just leaning into your, your confidence of, Hey, I know how to do this and I'm passionate about it. And that is all you need. A burning, a compelling reason, skill sets, I'll figure it out. And two ways that you, or one, whichever you prefer, focus on one or two at the most and get really, really good at offering. Just this is my disservice. Yeah. I agree with that. Thank you guys so much. Yeah. yeah of course. As Whit and I have embarked on this journey of making our own change and helping clients do the same, one thing that we've noticed is that the change that's really worth making is usually not a one and done kind of thing that the key factor is the ability to do it daily, to be consistent, to remain steadfast. We believe this so much that we have named our company after it and we've created a program intentionally designed to build your consistency. We wanna build your consistency to trust yourself. So we called it Trust You. If you're ready to become the person that doesn't just renew your mind, but renews your mind daily, head over to steadfastlifecoaching.com and check it out.